0: Hello everyone, Jna here from your way weight loss. And today we have Erica from America. We have our great, the confidence queen, a confidence coach, our girl, America Kramer. Oh my gosh. It's just too much. I just welcome, welcome. Erica Kramer, uh, right now it is morning for you, evening for us. We are so grateful that you made us fit into
1: your day. We love you. We love you. I love you. We, I, Australia loves you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the future. So the future is looking good. Just saying. Good. (laughs) I was trying to explain to my seven-year-old
0: this whole thing. And I'm yes. like, for her, it's tomorrow morning. <laughs> and Jeff was trying to explain like the sun and our, Oof. we don't see the sun and there's only one sun. And then I realized how she had no clue what was happening. I'm like, we need <laughs> to buy a globe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, tomorrow we buy a globe. <sighs> oh my goodness. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy. My face already hurts from like before we started recording.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just- Alicia got dressed just for this occasion. Oh. Uh-
1: You're like my Cardi B from Canada, Alicia. You look hot. I need that jacket. You got the hoops, girl.
2: I like, I knew. I was in my closet and I was like, this is, if I was going out
1: with Erica, this is what I would wear. Oh my God. That is great. I'm going to say to people, if you're coming to an event, what would you wear if we were going to go out together? (laughs) Oh, yes. So much pink. So much pink in the room. Pink and cheetah, girl. I
0: I saw one of your pictures. I think you were with your team or whatever, and you guys had all like – kind of branded that picture one had like a like a tie ta- a tied up shirt that was pink around her yeah. waist and like, like everyone was kind of in black and then you had like the hat and I was like oh this pic is everything
1: it's good oh. we love it oh,
0: we we're love so you happy you're here um you know we didn't really have like I mean Alicia has notes I have a blank piece of paper I'm like we can pretend I make notes but we all know how I roll <laughs> and how she rolls um we want to talk about you. We want to hear from you and I do feel like the conversation is going to flow. Like it's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: So Always. like our 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 members adore your content and like okay. when we stumbled upon you I think like I had searched in Apple self love yeah. I think that's wow. what happened. And your podcast really t- came up and I started listening to your stuff. And I'm like, Jose, like you need to follow this girl. And she had already been following you. I don't
0: know how she found you on social media. For me, someone had uh, tagged you under a one- a post that I had made and was like, you need to follow the queen of confidence. So Stop. I
1: love you just
0: like hit follow whatever. It's like, you need to follow this girl. So don't. This was a long time ago. So I had oh been following God. you for a-, for a while. What and is it? When- the- like that, I'm like, what? I'm already following this girl. She has a podcast. Like I had not gone into kind of wow. your uh, platform. So
2: it was, and just, to- Scrolling through your topics of your podcast, I was like, <laughs> This girl is talking our language. And I had, I don't feel like there's many people that do. And like talking about values and talking about not being
1: a victim and mm. saying the word fuck in your intro of your podcast. Like, I'm like, This is our girl. It's, it's <laughs> so funny. I'll play my intro in the car sometimes because I'm like, I record my podcast in the car. And sometimes, Annie, I was a little bit, you know, and I'm like, Let me just see how that episode turned out. And my son, He's three and a half, picks up the only thing. It's like, you fucking awesome. You are fucking awesome. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, no, no. Oh my gosh. Like, why out of the whole intro? Do you of course you take that part?
2: But I mean, you can't, be mad. Yeah. You can't <laughs> be mad. You can't be mad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so I our, our members, I asked our members to ask questions. Okay. Yay. Cause I was like, Erica is coming and I what do you want to know from her? And I, a lot of them I want to know too. So this one is. And I've listened to all of your life lessons with Erica, so I know all the things. Um, oh, yes. And But what I don't know is how you, I know how you ended up in, Austra- in Australia, but I don't know how you became who you are, the queen of confidence, the confidence queen. Like, how did you know you wanted to be that and how did you make that happen?
1: Yes, Okay, Josie, do you have something? Because I feel like- Well,
0: (laughs) I I don't know how you ended up in Australia. So I did not see the Life Lessons. I did not listen to the Life Lessons podcast, although they've been highly recommended by Alicia. (laughs) Um, But I'm like saving them for like when- I can go and, and yeah. I'm going to cry walk, or I'm like, you know, I, and she said like, they're special. Like you need to be like in the mood to like really listen, you know? So I'm, yeah. I'm saving, it's like, almost like I'm saving them. They're like dessert.
1: Yeah. And don't um, wear mascara. Cause you'll cry.
0: <laughs> that's what I've heard. So, um, but she's like, it's amazing. So I don't know, give us like the, I guess yeah. the sh- short, quick version, but yep, give yep. us everything that you want to give us as well
1: so crazy like traumatic past and and childhood and upbringing and obviously created a child who doubted themselves didn't feel good enough abandonment issues all that stuff and a a lot of loss you know uh, foster care bipolar mom kidnapped uh sexual abuse and then when i was uh, 16 17 i joined the army and then i married my high school sweetheart and then he went to iraq and then i went to boot camp and then one year we were drinking and driving and I crashed into we crashed into this like ditch and a van and a store and then a milk bar and then I broke my back and that was crazy I had to learn how to walk again I have metal in my body. And then the following year, my husband passed away. So it was just like shit, 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 shit storm of everything. Uh, and I didn't know what the work was. I didn't know what doing the work was. I grew up on food stamps and the ghetto welfare uh, with no role models. And my mom was amazing. Like high five to the single mothers out there. Uh, she was amazing. And anyone with a mental illness or, or anything like that. But she, we didn't have that kind of role model world. So. I was walking around wounded and feeling insignificant, and I met a man in Las Vegas, as you do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One too many (laughs) drinks and was like,
2: you're cool. I love you. Yeah. Okay, but wait. How hot
1: are Australian men? I don't know. I I feel... (sighs) See, I think I feel well. When I went on the airplane, Virgin Australia, it was literally like a like I couldn't have picked it. It was like blonde hair and brown tan skin and really tall and blue eyes and like hair. You know, I didn't even know how to do how you doing mate or something like that. And I was just like, oh my god, this is like Australia. Is there a kangaroo on this airplane? Like, it was pretty crazy. And then you get here and it, they look like everybody else. You know, so. Yeah. He he was different. I w- I grew up in the hood. So I had like men with baggy clothes or like black guys, Spanish guys. I'm Puerto Rican. And he was Greek but Australian. And it's not the same as American Greek. I don't, it's like real Greek, like from Greece kind of thing. So he was cool. And then I moved here. I was like, I'm out. I'm gonna leave all my mess behind and I'm gonna start fresh. I don't know if anybody listening is resonating with that, but it's like my stuff will not follow me across the Pacific Ocean, and it did. <laughs> Oh, I did. and I was like, he's a good dude. And he actually was a narcissist, like shout out to him. Like I'm here because of him and where we've spoken and he's cool, but he wasn't a good dude. And I attracted in my lack someone to prove how unworthy I was and how not good enough I was. And so I stayed there for 11 months. And then I didn't want to come back to America because I was like, I don't want to see a kangaroo or a boomerang and then think of a failed relationship the optimist in me i think you guys have the same nope we're gonna make the best out of this terrible situation right i think you guys are the same um and so i was like i'm gonna move i moved and i and i met another man same man different face (laughs) he was a lebanese man and he was the same man it was like the same thing and i'm like oh my god what is going on he broke up with me on my birthday thank you and my personal trainer my service provider was like hey You've just moved to melbourne so i moved to sydney for this other man then moved to melbourne for another man losers are us and i looked in the mirror and i was like girl you are the common denominator like in your whole life it's you with you and it was like a moment of truth i was like "Shit! i can't blame i can't shame i can't point the finger it's me against me and i'm like how did i attract this and that was a really big moment and that was the moment where i started finding out how it was my responsibility not my fault but my responsibility and my personal trainer pointed me to coaching and he was like spirituality and meditation. And I'm like, what is this world? I'm a victim. I don't know this. And then obviously unraveled everything. I married my personal trainer because I'm a hoochie mama. And
0: (laughs) (laughs) now Erica, listening to your podcast while I'm on my walks as like, I'm like, nodding and being like yes and like texting Alicia and be like oh her new podcast she said this and like I often as well connected to weight loss and that mindset that people have when they've put themselves through obesity or through the trauma of the diet industry and just Mm -hmm. like being able to say like, I've attracted this way of thinking and the way I'm thinking is making me behave in a certain way. It's like you have this, you have this gift uh, of, and it's kind of, kind of crazy that you didn't wait. You didn't like grow up Knowing you had this gift, like someone was like, Hey, you should go into coaching. But then, like, (laughs) your mouth and your words and are is everything about coaching. So, it's very interesting to me
1: that you didn't know that you had that gift. No, I like. A, I thought I was going to be a comedian. I really thought when I was seven that I looked like Jim Carrey, just saying. I thought we were twins. I'm like, it's Jim Carrey my dad? Because I used to do the whole, like, fire rush over. And I'm like, I'm definitely Jim Carrey's daughter, just saying. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. And I loved acting. And I was like, I'm going to be a performer. Like, when I was a kid, I would see myself in the stadium that you guys are going to create, standing on stage and just being like, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. People are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. But it's going to be like a show. And, like, I would always – I didn't even know what it was. And it's so funny because I feel like I'm a performer. And, like, I use my comedy and analogies in coaching. And I think a lot of people that tell me, like, I don't know, but you say it differently. It's like I just see the stories and I make, like, some weird shit up on the fly as I would love to take – Credit for it, but I actually don't know what the hell I'm gonna say. And then I don't remember. And I'm like, oh man, what did I say then? It was pretty good. Like Lego building blocks, okay. Like, you know, just crazy shit.
2: (laughs) No, when I listen to your podcast, you're just like, Oh, they're the one I listened to today. You're like, there was like metaphor, 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 metaphor. You're like, maybe I'm the
1: metaphor queen after all. (laughs) It was really good. Analogies great people be like, That's crazy, but I understand. My husband just looks at me and goes, How do women work? Like, do they understand what the hell you're talking about? I'm like, Yes, we do. We get it, we get the analogies. Yes. Um, um,
0: do you and- plan your podcast? Like, do you, are you like, or you know, do you know what topic you're going to talk about? And then you go for it? Or you're just like, I have something on my chest and I'm going for yeah.
1: it. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm an intuitive poster and an intuitive podcaster, but I have because we're organized business women and we don't mess around. We're building vampires. <laughs> I do have a list in Evernote of all the shit I should talk about. And when I get an idea, I'm like, boom, put it there. But I don't go like I, I know just um, Alicia, you heard the one about my husband. Like the that one's really full on. And I didn't actually want to record that podcast about losing my husband because I was always like happy and I feel good and I feel good and I'm intuitive and I have to feel good. And then one day I'm like, damn it, I got to do this podcast. It was raining and I'm like, I'm going to tap into the rain. (laughs) And then I was able to do it, but I was so happy that I didn't really want to go deep down into the sadness, but it had to happen. So I try to feel how I am and go with the environment. Uh, And I think the people love that because that's where they are. And it's like, meet people where they are, you know, everybody's where I live in lockdown, so we're eating terrible food and we're numbing out with alcohol. So they need your work more than ever in Australia, <laughs> any country that's locked down, especially in New Zealand. Y'all should be doing ads in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> they need you. <laughs> they need you. Um, and I must say,
2: like, I you do meet people where they are. I don't know if I, I can name a more authentic human on the internet, and it is so refreshing. You. And you yeah. say the shit that people are thinking you say it out loud and like with confidence and not shame. And it's like so refreshing.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. I have to say, I really enjoyed your podcast with your husband. Um, I love your relationship. I love your love. I love that you really love your husband. I think Mm. that that doesn't just happen. Yeah. (laughs) I do think that there's there's not a lot of women that like, go out and say like, we have a great relationship. We communicate really well. Like everything is fine. Like I love my husband. He's my best friend. Like not a lot of people say that because it's like not the like it's like the taboo rule of the eyes kind of like um oh, mm. really do you well yeah I yeah because you don't feel that way it doesn't mean that i don't you know that i don't yeah. want that or feel that way
1: yeah um, yeah and i think we don't think it's possible like you that can't be possible you guys are together all the time you're not the same person you're so different you know he's like a cancer calm crab moody kind of likes people but not as much as i like people And is so like, like frameworks and sister, he's a man, he's such a dude head, you know, and I'm like, blah. and so it's like, how does that work? But he's done so much work. And I've done so much work. And we do the work for ourselves. And then we come together as individual powerful people. And then we create a power couple. It's like power couple doesn't happen by two people being Oh, let's be a power couple. That's really cute. No, you have to be a powerful individual, deal with your shit, the other person deal with their shit, come together with a clear backpack so you can pack it together not with all your messy ass shit and your shit like hey take my stuff it's like oh my god it's so heavy you know so
2: Look at that metaphor. Look at that metaphor. Laura the
0: Explorer, backpack, backpack,
1: do you want all my trauma? It's like, no, I got my own. So- oh, you,
0: like, oh, man. Like, the minute I started listening to your podcast, like, I started, like, stealing, lack of a better word, but, like, yeah, yeah. the words that you were using, trauma, and, like, vive I'm Francaise. So, like, it was just, like, not... Like, I struggle with words sometimes, but I have so much to say. Um, So, and we make fun of me all the time in English. It's all good. Um, But I'm like, what's the word? What's the word? And you you just, like, have helped me put into words, like, those, Mm -hmm. like, um, really deep. Like, saying, like, heal your trauma. And, like, we're trying to ultimately... Um, heal people's trauma with the diet industry and losing yeah. weight and gaining it back and feeling like they're broken. And like, so like, it's that piece that they need to heal and, yeah. and, and forgive um, to be able to say, I can do this. I can rise above. I can also accomplish what these women have accomplished because they have mm-hmm. knowing that's another podcast that I just like, oh, like yeah. knowing versus knowledge. I was like, yeah. Like you gave me a breakthrough with our business. I'm like, that's why we're special. Like, it's like, I could never like, I'm like, cause we did it. We lost weight. We like healed it. We, we figured out what worked. And I was like, we have knowing, we don't just have Mm. knowledge and tons of fitness coaches sometimes don't have knowing they have knowledge on getting you fit, getting you to weight loss, but knowing, like going through, like you have knowing on trauma,
1: so much knowing. I have knowledge on weight loss. (laughs) 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 I'm literally your client. Like we didn't talk about how I can sign up to your program and be like a VIP because- That's an area and I think it's important that people understand that like, oh, you know confidence. Yes, I know confidence. I am masterful at owning who I am and not giving a shit what anyone thinks like, like, follow me for that. Don't ask me about how to be a good mom trying to figure that out. Don't ask me about maybe press on nails. I'm a master at that as well. But don't ask me like about weight loss. Like we own a gym upstairs. There's a gym. My husband's been in the fitness industry for like 20 years. He's like the kind of trainer that you guys would love. Holistic, beautiful, like all about the the holistic side of it, not just smashing your body. And I have all of the knowledge air quotes, but I literally, I struggled always with after the babies with weight, like always. So that's an area where I don't know. But the thing is I have conscious unknowing, like I'm conscious and I'm aware that I don't know what I need to do or that I don't do what I know. Like Tony Robbins says, people know what to do. They just don't do what they know. We know eat well, exercise. You could have a six pack, right? Like <laughs> it's not like r- crazy, but ain't nobody got no damn six pack. And that's maybe that's not your thing. And that's not definitely not my thing, but It's like, it's not that we don't know. It's that we're not doing what we know. And what gets in the way is all the head shit, which is why we love each other. Because, like, you listen to us, you can lose all the weight and be happy and heal your shit. (laughs) It's all the the head
2: stuff. And, I mean, when I, like... I need to go back to the victim because when I hear you speak about things you've been through, when I hear you speak about your relationship with your mom, I am amazed at the way in which you can take that in and put that back out in the world, your relationship with your mom and and your mom. It, that, I'm just, I'm in awe of it. And I, I see people that have gone through different things and I need to know how you just didn't be the victim. Like, how did you do that?
1: Yeah. I, I, I feel like I was for a long time. Like I was angry at her and I was poor me and I didn't get the mom that I needed and I didn't get the mom that I should have had all that stuff. Um, I think that's the normal part you are in the victim space. And we say this respectfully, by the way, like many of you have been victimized. That's not what we mean. We mean playing the victim. So, you know, I definitely was victimized, but now do I choose to play the role of victim? That's a different thing. So, um, I feel like when I started working on myself and coaching, I would have a lot of anger and aggression towards her. Okay. And then I realized that she was doing the best she could with what she knew and that she didn't purposefully try to damage me or hurt me. And she actually did everything she could with what she knew and she knew nothing else. And so I think how I was feeling was like she did this to me. like She hurt me like purposefully. And even if she did, it's like because she did that, I can't have X, Y, Z because that happened to me. I can't be this kind of person. And it's like, I was almost like putting myself in a box of broken damaged, not good enough, messed up, ruined for life because of my circumstances. And I realized through watching people like Tony Robbins or Nick, um, the guy that has no arms and no legs or Oprah or, you know, any amazing person who's out there doing the damn thing. That's had a terrible life. You know, ET, the preacher. I love Eric Thomas. Like, These people have had a messed up ass life and they chose to change it and be incredible. And other people have had a messed up life and they choose to do drugs and be on the streets and whatever. And I'm just like, if it's a choice, how do I make that choice? Because that is more attractive to me. And it started with seeing my own anger, my own frustration, like what I was making it mean, my judgment towards my mom, my inability to forgive her, my inability to see that things are exactly as they should have been or else I wouldn't be who I am and I don't know what she went through and I started standing in her shoes and I was like whoa sexual abuse abandoned lost her dad like oh wow she grew up you know in mental hospitals in Puerto Rico when mental illness was really frowned upon and she was electrocuted and treated horribly and I'm like damn, like my mom lacked confidence. I wonder she got with that guy who sexually abused me. Like, whoa. And then I really started to be her. And I think that the world could do with us standing in each other's shoes right now. No matter what side we're on about anything, if we can understand the other, then we can have compassion and then we can have a nice communication. So it took a while, but I think we're here now. And she gets to be who she is. She sucks many times. <laughs> and it's cool because I know she does. I'm like, you're my mom. Of course, that's who you are. I don't expect some transformed Tony Robbins coach to show up on the phone call because I'm the one doing the work. Right. So it's like, yeah, Yeah.
2: you just really took the ownership and you, and it's the awareness that you create. It's the awareness that people are, it's the self-awareness that people are lacking that I really believe is holding them back from their dreams.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, there's one podcast where you're like, this, this shit happened to me. And like, I, I don't not that you, you, you said it, you're like, not that I'm wishing it upon anyone else, but I'm like grateful for it because yeah. I got to um, heal it and go through the trauma. And now I can be who I am and I can help others do the same. And I almost felt the same way. Like I never regret you know being obese at such a young age and going through like that that's tough for someone to be 12 and over 200 pounds and like yeah and like yeah. those emotions and not fitting in and, but then and, like really trying to fit in because I was also funny and thought I was Jim Carrey's child um <laughs> I mean Jim Carrey is like, that's that's like good stuff no, isn't okay. it Canadian
1: yeah yes he is See? I can't even handle you Drake Jim Carrey <laughs> Gabor Monte you guys I'm moving in Canada Oh
0: my gosh. Uh, So and that was like I was like, I feel the same way. I would never wish upon a a 12-year-old to live that obesity life. It's not fun. But for me, I'm like, it did happen to me. And I Mm. found a way to not be the victim and and to to kind of own it si tu veux and have knowing so that I could help others find what I found. Like I I see it. Like when you do your podcast, I'm telling you, I can relate it so much to like and and I not um. To, um, because obviously the trauma you've gone through also brings tears to our eyes because it's so intense and it's so like, (gasps) like Alicia was like, when you listen, you're going to be like, (gasps) Like, oh, I'm
1: walking on the side of the road and I'm like, (gasps) like (laughs) legit, it is like, Oh, my gosh. I couldn't Um, write. That's what happened. I couldn't write. And I wanted to write this book. And I'm like, who am I to write a book? I'm not like Brene Brown to have a memoir. Who am I to do this? Like, nobody knows the hell I am. And there's a lot (laughs) of people with a crazy life. So I don't think that my life is the craziest. I just think it was pretty fucking crazy. And then especially the trip with my mom in Puerto Rico, that's when I'm going to do, Alicia, the life lessons. Because that was like, what is, is this a movie? Like, I actually can't believe it, right? So. I couldn't, I couldn't write it. So I was like, I'm going to talk it. And I'm a talker like you, Jose, we'd be talking. So I was like, if anybody's <laughs> listening, and you're struggling to tell your story, talk it out. Like if you're not a writer, you can talk it and just kind of unpack it. And then, and, and it was just like, Oh, I can speak about this. And then there's people who they're not, they don't care about my story so much. It's about how do you see yourself in another person's story? And so I think that, it's not my story because I'm not the only one in the world that's felt lack of confidence or self-doubt or got made fun of for my weight or whatever all of us have it so when Jose when you tell your story about that 12 year old someone has a 12 year old or someone is you know 25 or 32 and they're like man when I was young like it's like it's so beautiful because these stories aren't our stories so I feel like when we tell the story we are together and we all experience that healing and that that validation, you get seen, you know? And it's it's a really beautiful thing that we can do now. Yeah. I would love for you to share with everyone what you do.
0: Like, what does it look like in the life of Erica? What are you like? So I know you have the sisterhood and like yeah. you have
1: like so many things. Tell us more. Okay. So uh God, it's crazy. So I've got two babies, and my husband and I are both coaches, and we own like the gym, and he has a coaching business, and I have my coaching business. Um, it is madness, but it's awesome. Uh, my, my, my work is about how do we scale care? How do we support more women? Like literally that's what we're trying to do right now is like, how do we scale care? <laughs> it's like, so the sisterhood is a life coaching program where we work on six major areas. It's when I used to coach one-on-one and I will never coach one-on-one life coaching ever again, because I would get women in my office and it'd be like, Alicia, Erica, let me tell you about my trauma and what happened to me. And I'm like, cool. We, we work through it. And then Jose comes in and I'm like, wow, if Alicia could meet Jose and see that she wouldn't feel so alone. She wouldn't feel so um, damaged. She wouldn't feel so, you know, taken out of society. She'd be like, oh, someone like me. And I started seeing these women and I'm like, we need to get together. And I feel like my ancestral wisdom or whatever's here. I feel like we used to do this. I feel like back in the day, women would come together in circle and we would share our shit and we would have babies and we would share and talk and no one would feel alone because we would all hold space for each other. And I'm like, how do we bring that back? globally in sisterhood sisterhood with a right so like we got to do this so the sisterhood is a a year-long coaching experience i'm in there coaching live we have workshops it's very much me in there but it's individual work in a group setting and the reason is because when we have 80 women on zoom and someone sharing about their sexual abuse with no trigger warning and someone else hears it and goes, oh my gosh, they connect, she shares, I coach, do what I do. And instead of one person receiving some support and impact and feeling seen, heard, and validated, it's like 70 people. Um, and we do this. This is how it works. And it's freaking incredible Um I'm obsessed with it. I think it's it's scaling coaching, it's scaling healing, uh, and it's acceptance. And we get to see people for how they are instead of thinking everybody has a great life and I'm the only messed up one. That's bullshit. We all are messed up, and that's our beauty. That's the beauty that you are went through that stuff. That's what makes you amazing. Yeah, so that's sisterhood. Um, and then I have Scale Squad, Scale Squad, which I love. It's, it's like oh. And it's like a business program. So it's like a mastermind and I help women who are coaches. I help coaches particularly to grow a business that they can scale so that they yes. can, you know, scale their impact, scale their uh, income, make money and help people. And it's kind of an extension of us being able to help more people through our coaches yeah. and also having integrity in this industry because everybody's a coach now. And I'm not saying you need to go to school, but you definitely need, to you can't just be like, I want to help people because that wanting to help people can actually hurt people if you don't have the tools If you don't have the skills, if you don't have the experience, you can open people up in their trauma and then leave them open. And that shit is dangerous. So it's about helping coaches actually build an incredible business, not burn out and help more people scale their care. Um, And I love the business side of things. And it's not like thousands and thousands of people, it's a smaller kind of container. We really wanna help these people make money and it's women as well. Women need to be making money. As you know, it's very powerful when we have money, we can make choices and and have more freedoms. And I think we're the ones that are gonna impact the world. Oh, yes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Where where do we need to go right now? Where where are we going? Like we're taking
1: this shit over. Oh, Erica, October twenty nine. That's where we're going. Oh, oh My God, I yes yes uh I,
0: I i mean i know what your theme is going to be at the event and i'm like the people are gonna eat that shit up and it's gonna be so good and they're gonna feel so good like it's such a feel good girls night yeah choose ha- choose happy i mean you keep saying that everything's a choice and mm. you, it's your responsibility and like yes that can feel scary but for someone like me it feels imp- powerful like oh thank you for for telling me that there's a there's a there's a choice for me to to be taken. Like I can choose yes. what I want.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, if you think about it, it's raining today. And I could be like, oh, what a crap day. Like the rain is horrible. Or I could be like, I love the rain, it's amazing, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we get to choose whatever we want. Like the beautiful Wayne Dyer, who I love, he's he always says he was asking a lady and it's like, hey, uh, How are the people in Canada? It's like, well, where do you live? I live in Australia. Well, how are the people in Australia? It's like, oh, they're horrible and they suck and they're mean. It's like, well, the people in Canada will be the same then. And it's like, if you see sucky, horrible, bad things, doesn't matter where you go, you're going to find evidence again. So it's like, how can you create your world? How can you, if something's triggering you or bothering you, or it's like a light going off in the dashboard of your car, and you're like, oh, what is that? What is that? Instead of projecting outside it's like, look inside, get quiet. What is that that's bothering me? What about what she said bothered me? Why do I care that my mother thinks this? Why do I give a shit that my son wants to eat chips and I can't? And I'm angry at him because I want to clean the cupboard and blah, blah he should want to do what I do. I'm like, he's 12, girl. He wants to eat chips. You don't have to eat chips because you're like 40. So make a decision. Like, why why do we get triggered? And that's the whole question is like, I can't suffer. Like, we cannot suffer when we question why we're suffering, question our thoughts. It's like, we're believing thoughts that are stressful. That's why we're suffering. And when we do the work, it's like, oh my gosh, I have freedom. I can choose how I want to feel. I just had a
0: moment where I find that on both of our platforms, Instagram, let's just go with that. We really are trying to create a space for more self-awareness. We're putting things on the table for you to take home and to think about, and then you just do your thing. And I do think that it's a hard, it's, it's, it's a hard time to be on social media sometimes because we trigger, it triggers people, but we're trying to like, be like, oh, that's interesting yeah. that you're triggered by this, go and do the work now, mm-hmm. go and figure out why that's triggering you. Cause that's your responsibility. That's like right. on you to figure that shit out. And we both kind of, have or create that platform for for the world is self awareness. Yeah. Like let's yeah. talk about it. Let's let's figure out why we're feeling this way and attack that feeling and not put it out in the world like it's their responsibility. Like yes. don't post that because that triggers me. I mean exactly.
1: And I I love like one of the podcasts I love and it's like my fuck you to the world is like people don't trigger you, you get triggered. And I don't know how many women were like don't say that, blah. and it was like forward oh, comments off. <laughs> my platform. I'm going to talk about it. And like, that's the reality. You're right. It's like, we won't want to look inside because, like, God forbid that we find something that we're not we're not comfortable with. And I'm like, it's already there. If it's going off inside of you, I would say, and I know it's not easy, you guys. It's like cute, like, oh, it's so easy. Just do the work. I know it's hard, and it should be hard. And that's why the book is like confidence feels like shit. And that's why I'm like, none of this is comfortable. Eating well and losing weight and changing your entire life when you're in an environment that's not that environment and you're fighting what is. Like, I get it. You know, we know it's not easy. But the point is that you can do it. Exhibit A, exhibit B, exhibit C, like you can do it. And so yeah. these women that walk around being the exhibit, being the light when you're in the dark, it's like you ladies are light beams. Like you're, are I don't know if you are in Wreck-It Ralph part two, when the little light thing goes up, y'all know, cause you're mothers, you know, it's like, Shh, that's you guys. Oh and people God. are just like, Oh, I need to be like that. How do I fly into the light? It's like, follow us, you know, instead of getting upset about it, you know, I have women that are like, I had to unfollow you, but I'm back. I'm like, welcome back, girl. No, <laughs> no you know, I don't take it personal because I know it's hard to hear. Like, I know it's hard to hear, but it's we're confident to say we get it because we were there. And that's the only reason why we could trigger you because we are you. We're just on the other side of it. And now we're talking about hindsight and you might be there right now. And that's really hard. But if we got over here, here, take the bridge. Like, come on, here's the hand. Take the rope. Let's go, you know.
0: I feel like we're both at a place like even for when I, when we do lives, liege, or when we're even on our community, it's like there's people know our intentions and they understand why we're yeah. putting out the hard conversations. And it's not yeah. to trigger them. It's to talk about it. And we're like getting really good feedback. Like I did it, this live after being – so inspired by your live about healing your trauma and all that. So I went on our sneaky group and talked about like, you have trauma from the diet industry, you have thoughts yes. and, and beliefs and you so, so much confused. language, so
2: much noise. Yes, like, so much yes. noise and
0: confusion. And you're like trying to f- put all the pieces and then on top of that, you have baggage and experience mm-hmm. and lack of trust in yourself and, and your patience. Your- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I was yeah. talking about healing trauma. And one girl commented, what if eating is a part of healing your trauma? And I'm like, but is it? And she's like, so true. That could have been like, that's rude, you know? But I'm like, you know what? If she's ready to like have Mm -hmm. that conversation with herself, like is eating a box of crackers healing the trauma? Like, it's doing nothing yeah. for your trauma. It's just yes. adding, it's helping you for the emotion short term. Exactly. But if you really think about it, food does not heal your trauma. Healing no. your trauma heals
1: your trauma. Like- <laughs> Can you make that a quote on your Instagram? <laughs> Please, everybody, food does not heal your trauma. <laughs> Healing your trauma heals your trauma. It's so true. And the thing is too, it's like when you have a headache, I don't do this because I and I get period pain or anything. You take you know, a a headache medicine or aspirin or whatever it's called. And you're like, oh, my head doesn't hurt anymore. It's like your headache is still there. You just numbed out that pain, but it's not gone away. So yes, in the moment you might feel comfort from fried chicken. You might feel comfort from potato chips or chocolate or whatever that story you're telling yourself. But when that's done, you actually feel worse. And it's, it's uh, one of my mentors used to use this example of like thoughts create feelings, which create your actions and your result. Right. We and say we that know all the time. That. We say that all the time. We say that all the time. It's, actually, it's, our thing. Right. It's, our thing. it's so true. Right. So it's literally, if anybody's listening, they're not lying, please trust these women. It's, it's like the way our minds work. And women are very like, no, I just feel, I'm like, no girl, there's a thought you just haven't slowed down that crazy ass 80,000 thoughts a day to catch the thought. And we don't do the work to catch the thought. So something happens. We get a thought, feeling, whatever. And one of my mentors used to be like, thought, oh, no, circumstance, my jeans don't fit. Thought, I'm fat and disgusting. Action, oh, sorry, feeling, I feel shit, I feel horrible, I feel gross. What's the behavior? Eat ice cream, sit on the couch, cancel plans. There's a study that shows that 90% of women in the world, this is a global study by Dove, will cancel or opt out of plans based off of the way that they look. So 89% of women cancel plans, don't show up. I've been one of those women. Don't go to the job interview. Don't go to the party because we feel like we're not good. We don't show up. So what do we do? We eat. We sit on the couch. We feel sorry for ourselves. Number four, what's the result? Or number five, what's the result? You feel shit, not good enough, and disgusting. So your result is always going to feed back to the thought. And I'm like, what about my jeans don't fit? Thought, need to buy some more jeans? (laughs) Nope. Nope. Women are like, I'm terrible. I'm gross. If you don't pay attention to this, this shit runs your life. And, of course, you keep eating and you do the thing. You keep getting the same result. You literally have to do some different shit that feels uncomfortable and almost breaks you into seeing that the same thing attracts. Look at the men. I had the same men in my life. had the same bank account issues. I had the same – my body was great before my kids, but same issues in my external world. And so, for me, I'll be vulnerable and say, like, I don't have my – I don't eat shit. I just don't eat enough. And I'm not exercising because I'm obsessed with my work. I'm like addicted to my work. And yeah, it's great work, but it's not great to be addicted to my work. I still need to, you know, take a time out, sit up straight, roll all the freaking rhomboid situation because I'm on the computer, move my body. It's like that is not something I've mastered. I don't talk about it because I haven't mastered it, but I know that there's a story and I keep doing the same shit. I'm going to keep getting the same result. So Mm -hmm. in regards to my health and fitness, like, girl this is, this is the the shit I've got it in other places, but I don't have it there yet. And I think a lot of us struggle with that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And what you said out of that, I love that you said, do some different shit. Like, yeah. because we see, we had this extremely vulnerable moment with where we were live on like a workshop and we talked about weight gain and we said, You are not a bad person because you gained weight. Like, can we all stop being ashamed of Mm. gaining weight? Can we all just like own it? Hey, I gained 20 pounds this year. Like, why does it have to be so dramatic? And just like telling you that it's, you're not bad. You're not bad. You're not bad. And then we can move on and do some different shit. Like, please Mm -hmm. stop doing what you did every single time you lost weight and then gained it all back. Like, let's stop that cycle. Let's start here. That's what we want
0: people to do, to start here, yeah. Mm. and and Erica, like just when people join your weight loss, like they do not get a meal plan. they do not get an exercise yeah, I love plan, that. They do not tell people what to eat. I think we're like maybe the only weight loss program that does not tell like does not give any we I mean they get a recipe book that Alicia is heart and soul are. heart and soul in that heart bad boy uh, If you know anything, I do not do any recipes. Yeah um, <laughs> but anyways, um they get a self-awareness program. At yeah. the end of the day, they get journal like they get videos to to help them reflect and know themselves mm-hmm. to the core so that they can know where to start. And they yeah. they think that knowing where to start is what they need to eat for breakfast tomorrow morning. And I'm like, that's not where you need it's to that start, symptom girl. girl.
1: That is symptom shit. That is the world that we live in. It is the symptom world. It is, oh, I gained weight. What do I need to do? And it's like, no, you don't need to do. Who are you being? And that's why you gain in the weight. Girl. I love the eyes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. For the last year,
2: I wanted to ask you this. So for the last year, we've been saying to our members, stop worrying about how what you need to do to lose weight and start worrying about what you need to do to show up as who you want to be one day at a time. Who do you want to be today? Like, who do you want to be today? And we tell them to make sure that who you want to be aligns with your values, your goals, your preferences, your priorities, your environment. Um, and they say to us, I, some people say, I don't know who I want to be. Okay. How, how okay. do we teach do people that? We're
1: going to do it now. Okay, oh, great. Like, yeah. so this, <laughs> this, this very old school coaching thing that I don't think is very sexy, but we can make it sexy. Cause we're us. Yeah. Uh, it's like that. Be, do have right. That be, do have situation. So let's use Beyonce. Cause she's great. Right. Uh, people say we love Beyonce we love you we love you Beyonce so it's like if I had Beyonce's body like oh girl if I had Beyonce's body I would do what Beyonce does and I would be Beyonce and I'm like no you wouldn't because if you were being Beyonce you would have her result so instead of like if I had it I would do it and I would be it It's like, no, you need to be Beyonce. If you all close your eyes right now, unless you're driving, don't do no dangerous shit. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to be Beyonce right now, today, in this moment, what would Beyonce do right now? What would, you know, Serena Williams do right now? What would Jose and Alicia do right now? What would Erica do right now? And you be that, and you're like, oh, she would choose to go running. She would go for a walk. She would eat this. She would dance for eight hours, 10 hours straight until that dance routine was damn good. She would speak up to that person. She would raise her hand. She would stand up. She would say, no mother, I'm not doing that. Whatever. What would she do? If you were being her now, if you were being the highest version of yourself already, go to that future you, Joe Dispenza. of that shit. Visualization is so powerful. Where is that person that you want to be? You can find her in your head and you can find her in your heart. And if you struggle with visualization and finding the you in the future, go to someone you look to, go to your expander, go to your Gwyneth Paltrow, go to your Beyonce, J-Lo, whoever. J-Lo is mine. I love J-Lo. We Puerto Ricans. So she's my cousin. <laughs> you go to J-Lo. She's fucking hot. Oh my God. And I go so to much. J-Lo. Yeah. And I, you know, why I love her too. I talk about her in my book. I feel are like, oh yeah, if I had her trainer, if I had, no, you wouldn't. No, you would didn't because she get up at 4 a.m. and she does that workout. Nobody is doing her crunches. Nobody is eating her food. They cooking that shit because she's got the money and freedom and money and all that. But she has to sweat the sweat on her face. She does that. You can't buy that sweat and pretend. So if you. Go to that future you or that person that you want to be like, if it's you ladies, whoever, and this is not just weight loss, every part of your life, you go to that future person and go, if I was them now, if I magically close my eyes, put my hand in my heart or your womb or whatever feels good for you, I'm them. I'm going to exorcism myself to be them. Okay. I open my eyes. Now I'm walking around with their lenses, with their face, with their body. What would I do? Would she eat, would Beyonce eat McDonald's right now? Hell no what would Beyonce do? Well, she'd be dancing eight hours. She's moving. She's doing shit. So if you be her now, you will do what she does. Then you will have the result that she has. You got to be her, do her, have her. That was
2: beautiful.
0: That was beautiful. And we always say like, stop. Basically, you should not wake up in the morning and be like, how can I act today to get weight loss today? (laughs) <laughs> that should never yeah. be you should your intentions behind any action any behavior
1: should never be i am just doing this for weight loss that is the not angle, yeah. Yeah. But also like, I'm also, I'm, I should not yell at my kids to be a mean mother. It's like, no, if if you yell at your kids, ah, I'm sorry, Baba. I'm I'm sorry. I'm frustrated. That's not who I want to be. That's not the mom I want to be. That's not the parent I want to be. That's not the friend I want to be. I gossiped about you. I'm so sorry. We suck at being responsible. We really do. We want to blame the world as to why we don't have what we want. So just be like, cool. I, I ate shit. Ah, it wasn't gluten-free bread. Damn it. Okay. All right, body, I'm sorry. I love you. Tomorrow we make a better choice. Or tonight we make a better choice. I- every second you have a fresh new start. You don't get to, new year doesn't mean shit in other countries that they have it in fucking February <laughs> you know? or March. So it's like, yeah. Yes.
0: Lick yes. it
2: legit we talk about how annoying it is when people say new year new
1: you oh my god that that will never be a part of our marketing (laughs) never never never. Never. and
2: you know what you said something it's not sexy and we say that a lot too about i say it about about your way weight loss i say it's not sexy until it is because we're not telling you what to do and i'm not going to tell you you're going to lose x amount of pounds i'm going to tell you that if you put in the work though you're going to get to be the best version of yourself that you could ever imagine and that you can reach the
1: potential that you know deep down is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. If you feel, if you could see it, you already have it. You just have to become her. She exists. We know girl don't even get me started about time, not being linear, all that jazz space and time. We know that it's like any goal and dream that you have in your head is not ridiculous. You can achieve it. Children believe that when we become adults, we get all responsible and thinking we can't do that. It's like, yes, you can. You can actually go forward and achieve that thing. If you see it in your head, it's possible for you. You just have to, meet her, meet the future you. What is she doing? I reverse engineer my business. I reverse engineer everything. If I want to be a global speaker and be on Oprah's couch, what does that look like? Well, it doesn't look like one-on-one coaching. It doesn't look like taking clients just for money. It doesn't look like scarcity. It doesn't look like whatever. So then I reverse engineer. What do I need to do now? If I want to meet her in the future, what can I do today? What can you do today that your future you is already doing like your future? You is choosing to move her body and your future you is not
0: a look or a number exactly. it's a person it's yes. who you are the result of full life the whole thing yes oh. okay um, so beautiful
2: i like our time is coming to to an end <laughs> um it's so <laughs> sad now. but in, at least we get you for october 29th
1: yes and i want to ask podcast you cast as well Oh yes and yes. we're gonna live you guys this is not the end this is the beginning Oh, oh yes.
2: Yay. Okay. Um, I need to ask you one last question. I want to ask Jose this question too, actually, because I knew that there was, I knew, like you said, if you can see her, she's there. I saw yeah. her, I saw her and I knew I was not reaching my potential as a mom, as a yeah. wife. I saw her. I want to know if you feel the same, like Jose, when you were
0: an overweight teenager, did you like, did you see what was there? 1,000%. Uh, yes. I mean, I, I know, you know, my story leash, but for me to be at that young age and already be questioning the diets I was joining already being mm. like, that's not who I want to be though. Why do I need to do it that way? Why? Okay.
2: She was 14 years old. She calls up, she goes, um, excuse me. Uh, I can't eat chili anymore. I and called like,
0: up the diet I had joined <laughs>
2: Calls the man. I can't eat chili anymore. And how come my neighbor who's not overweight can eat a banana after 3 p.m.?
0: Cause on the diet plan they had put me on, I couldn't eat a banana after 3 p.m. It was oh like a serious God. rule. And like there, I was like on these weird rules and I just like did not understand. And I was already questioning at 14, like, I don't want to eat this. What happens?
1: Nice. Nice. Um,
0: anyways. So for me, I already was limited where I was gonna shop. I obviously was limited already with my fashion and and I couldn't be who I wanted to be at 13 mm. at 220 pounds already. I couldn't be confident. I couldn't be, um, I couldn't get boys. I yeah. couldn't have a date for my grade eight prom. That is not Jose. Jose mm. has a date. There is someone that wants to go with her. She, yeah. you know, so it's quite funny. People are like, oh, did you just do it for, you know, for the boyfriends or whatever? No, I deserved to, yeah. to, to. Yeah. Like I was showing up. It was important to me. I mean, at yeah. 13, my values aren't low cholesterol. Yeah. My values yeah. <laughs> are shopping at American Eagle or um, kissing a boy. A yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Feeling worthy. Yes.
0: Feeling worthy. Yeah. So I knew that there was better than, and I was so young, but I knew I was like, who am I going to marry if I'm 220 pounds and I just keep gaining and
1: I'm only 12? Mm.
0: Like I already had those conversations. I knew that there was better for me.
1: See, this chose y'all. And I feel the same. Like that this work that I do as a coach fully chose me because I always, I'm not religious, but I had this thing in my head of a book, like God is my coat hanger. And it was always this thing. It was like, I feel like I could have fallen. And I feel like I kind of brushed the floor with my button, you know, like I definitely was down there, but like. It's like, you're not dropping. I'm not letting you go. Something wouldn't drop me. And it wasn't my mom. It wasn't my role models. It wasn't like me because I was like, I'm a piece of shit on the floor. But I was on this coat hanger just hanging literally by a thread and I never fell off. And then finally found the right people. And now I'm like a fur jacket on like a bougie gorgeous, blinged out coat hanger, right? Yeah, you are. (laughs) But it was like, something is and then I look and I'm like, Oh, my God, it chose me. Like, of course, I had to go through all this stuff. And I am my client. Like, I'm like, Yep, sexual abuse. I see you. Yep. Foster kid. I see you lost someone. I see you. Yep. Black. I see you like I can resonate miscarriage. I can resonate like I can resonate with a group of people. I probably have been through something similar. And then I go, how blessed am I? that I can say, me too, I get you, I'm with you, instead of like, oh no, I don't understand any of that. Like Then I couldn't connect as deeply as I do. So I only can connect that deeply because I went through that. So I feel like we were chosen a million percent. My sexy future me, body and, and soul and health and heart, I see her as well and JLo thank okay. you for being the example um, oh my god I say that yeah. all the time like
0: I use JLo as like I'm gonna be like JLo, J-Lo goals when I'm 50 like JLo goals we have a podcast that's the one about JLo and just talk about our love for JLo like, she's amazing she is amazing and I, and I
1: love her because she works that's why I love her I love Beyonce because she works because I'm like my Puerto Rican body I've seen JLo pregnant and I've seen Beyonce pregnant and I look at my body and you know your body types I'm like yeah I could be We have the same body. Like, I could be blown out. I'm that curvy body type. I'm not like I'm going to always be thin, thin, thin. Like, those people that can never gain weight, which that doesn't mean they're healthy. But that body type. So I look at JLo and Beyonce. I'm like, okay, we have. I understand. We are the body types. And I'm like, yes, high five. So that's my goal as well. Yes, so I'll be we support up. you,
2: <laughs> um, guys. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Okay, I see my, I see my potential, I see my future self," I want you guys to know that we didn't know exactly what steps we needed to take and when we needed to take them. All we did was commit to taking a step and mm. commit to keep stepping. Like, so yeah. it, it just it's as simple as that. There's no secret. There's no perfect. It just go.
1: Yes.
0: All right, Erica. We're gonna take. I just want to take one really fun pick before you go. I know that it's like we're we like. We're pushing you right minute. to the end of time, <laughs> right to your limit, girl. Okay, let's you. smile. Yeah. Oh my god!
2: Thank you much. so much, times a million, like so bucket you. filling,
0: so I'm bucket filling. All we're we're gonna chat, uh, Erica. You're gonna tell me all the links that people can find you, her podcast, yes. Uh, yes, the Chronicle. Yes, find me on Instagram
1: because we're friends on Instagram. We love Instagram. Yes.
0: Instagram, let's do it. Um, so you need to follow her everywhere. Find her, Queen of Confidence. You rock. You are one beautiful human, inside and out. Inside
1: and Uh, out. Inside and
0: out. out. Like, thank you for doing what you do. Beautiful, you are. But you're.
1: I love you. We love you. We have a love affair, and I cannot wait for the 29th of October. Please get a ticket. It's going to be in the show notes. I'm sure. Yes. Come and hang out with us. It's going to be the best fun night to claim your happiness because you deserve it. Doesn't matter what it. weight you are. Okay, let's claim your confidence. Yes, girl. Oh, I love you guys. Bye, I love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.